0: Search for Jack on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Whee! Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and keeper of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This wild tale, Story Club members, might bring out the beast in you. It's one I call Friday Night Frights. The October rain poured down in the stadium. What a crappy night for a football game, Billy Bland thought. I'd much rather be at home playing the Retro Bowl football game on my iPad than playing out here in this miserable wet and muddy night. Well, not that he was actually playing. He was benched and had been all season. He was only there to run the ball if one of the other better players was hurt or needed a rest. Let's face it, Billy wasn't a good player and he knew it. His heart just wasn't in the game. Somewhere in the stands was his dad, Joe Bland, who had pushed him into playing fifth grade tackle football. Billy liked football and he was decent at catching a ball and running, but he just wasn't as good as he could be because it wasn't his idea to join the team. It was his father's. His coach even asked him this and Billy foolishly admitted that he was playing for his dad to make him proud. So here Billy was playing for the Winstonville Wolves. They were behind 10 points. The neighboring town of Granger, the Granger Giants, were stomping them into the muddy field. Billy was glad to be benched. He also wasn't feeling too well, not surprising. He hadn't felt well since he'd been bitten by a wild animal a month ago on Labor Day weekend. He'd been up with his dad and mom on a hike and they'd gone out later than usual. A beautiful full moon had risen over the mountain. Billy had strayed behind his parents as they were heading down the winding trail. Then something huge jumped out of the bushes, threw him down and bit him. It all happened so fast, he didn't even know what was going on. It was his scream that alerted his parents. They turned, but they only saw something massive and hairy diving back into the tree line. Billy's mom tied up his bleeding wound with a scarf and they headed down the mountain. Billy fell in and out of consciousness as his parents rushed him to the hospital. The doctor gave him a tetanus shot and treated the wound, which he said must have been made by a large dog. The doctor said it had to be a large dog since wolves were not in the area and coyotes usually avoided people. So it must've been some really big dog. Maybe a huge sheepdog of some kind. Billy could still feel the weight of the monster on his chest every time he thought about it. For the entire month, Billy had taken antibiotics in case of infection. And as the month progressed, he started feeling stranger and stranger. For one, his sense of smell, and taste were sharper, and his hearing was also off the charts. One time, somebody blew a dog whistle which only canines can hear, and Billy heard its shrill cry. Maybe you're gonna turn into a werewolf during the next full moon, his friend Creepy Carl had said. Everyone called him Creepy Carl because he was a big horror nerd who only watched scary movies. Suddenly, the coach told Billy to go out on the field. They weren't gonna win the game anyway, the opposing team's defense and offense were too good, but this way Billy would have some field time. The quarterback handed him a ball and Billy was immediately crunched by a 200-pound linebacker, number 51, named Crusher. Appropriate name. I'm gonna keep busting you up kid, the massive Granger player hissed through his face mask. Billy went back into the huddle. There was only six minutes in the last quarter of the game, The quarterback, Lenny Higgins, would fake a pass to the wide receiver and sneak the ball to Billy once again. Oh great, Billy thought. I'm gonna get pummeled by the bulldozer and the shoulder pads again. Billy waited. The rain had finally stopped, and the breeze cleared away the night clouds that obscured the full moon. It glowed fat and yellow in the night sky. And then Billy started to change. He first noticed it in his hands, which sprouted hair and his fingernails grew into claws. His jersey and pants felt tighter as his muscles seemed to bulge and grow on their own. His face hurt as it morphed and changed, his teeth sprouting fangs. He would transformed into a beast. What's more, he didn't have any fear anymore. The ball was hiked, and Lenny faked a pass and then handed the running back the ball. The quarterback was so focused on the play, he didn't notice Billy's fuzzy hands or his hairy face and yellow eyes obscured by his helmet. Billy leaped over the players that clogged up the line of scrimmage with ease. One tackler tried to take him down, but Billy easily shook him off. Then the big behemoth, number 51, came steamrolling after him. Billy ran at him head on, growling. Crusher saw his opponent's face, looked wide-eyed, and a moment later, Billy had trounced him to the ground. He sprinted across the field 75 yards. None of the Granger players were able to catch him, and the Beast Boy scored a touchdown and tied up the game. The remaining fans in the stands, who hadn't left for home earlier in disappointment, leaped to their feet and screamed. Among the crowd, Billy could easily hear his father's cheers among them with finite precision. Billy's consciousness had changed to animal passion. He now only had a hazy notion about ever being human, but one thing that he did realize was what he just did gave him pleasure, being cheered by the crowd and his father, and he wanted to do it again. The beast known as Billy returned to the sidelines. His coach asked him why he was wearing the mascot's wolf mask and when he had the time to put it on. Billy only responded with a grunt. The coach didn't care. Whatever Billy did was terrific. Wear a stupid wolf mask if it helps to score some touchdowns. After the opposing team miraculously fumbled the ball on their first play, leading to a turnover, Billy was out in the muddy field again. And again, the werewolf of Winstonville easily scored a winning touchdown on the first play, with a 66-yard dash. The scoreboard buzzed. Game over. Winston 14, Granger 10. A solid victory for the night. Billy's team raised him up on their shoulders and they chanted, Wolves, wolves, wolves. His father was among the crowd on the sidelines smiling. For once, Billy felt like he'd made his dad proud. He didn't know if he would stay a wolf forever or change tomorrow morning when the moon went down. But right now, Billy Bland, the werewolf of Winstonville, was on top of the world. And wild, it was. (laughs) Aw, my dog Spike and Renfield love that story. And it had a surprisingly happy ending for being a werewolf tale. Those usually end in tragedy. At least from the movies I've seen, am I right? One thing's for sure. I hope that when the team celebrates at the local hamburger restaurant post-game, that they keep Billy's burger off the broiler flame. I hear werewolves like their meat rare and bloody. (laughs) Did listening to a story club tale with a happy ending bring a smile to your face? Well then, you can join me in listening to some other less terrifying adventures on the Go Could Go network. There are so many great stories from Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder about a ten-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Flukerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Capel, and of course Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Go Could Go even has a peaceful story train to take your mind off the Story Club terrors at bedtime. Oh my goodness! And there's an awesome new show called Whale of a Tale about sibling sea explorers. Expand your imagination and subscribe to Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, well, Story Storytran, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another episode of Story Club, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out.